Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 83. Okay, it's Sarah. I'm here in place of Wayne. He has been feeling under the weather for the last week or so, trying to get him uh, all healed up and ready to go back out on the road, but he's home right now resting and recovering. He could not be talked into doing a podcast, so I'm going to upload episode 31, which was our interview with Dominic Selzy. It's pretty colorful. I'm going to drop an explicit warning on this, um, just a few F-bombs, but this is one of my favorite interviews just because uh, Dominic's pretty funny. So enjoy this replay, and we will be back next week. Thanks, guys. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. We've got uh, Dom Selzy. He's the taco eat machine. We got him on. Uh, I think we've already got him on the line, uh, but uh, this is going to be a great one because, you know what, we've been drinking a little bit, Dom. You know, we're uh, Brandon, South Dakota. What you drinking there, Dom? Well, right now i got myself a Bud Light. I've uh, I've went through a pitcher of Chuck Norris's, the famous drink from uh, Dingus at Knoxville. Went through a pitcher and a half of them, and I've gone through about all the Bud Light in South Dakota tonight. Awesome. Hey, uh, you know, uh you know, during the uh, one and only, which 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 what we call the Knoxville Nationals, because the right the Knoxville Nationals, yeah. You know, we parked next to each other, and we kind of got to got to visit a little bit, and we've done that quite often. But uh, you know, I won my heat race there that night, and the first thing you told me was, "Do you remember that?" I don't. <laughs> You're drunk. You told me I won my division. Oh yes, yes. That's right. You said you won your division. Oh my gosh, that was funny. You know what? That guy, he he ain't even human. He goes and wins no, a late not. model. He, next week he's gonna win a Formula One race. He's gonna win monster trucks. That guy, he can drive anything. Dude, he don't eat tacos like we do. That's what it is. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I, I've I've started uh, devising a plan to get a little more speed. I'm gonna buy his dirty underwear and wear it. The next chance I get. That way, I've got a little bit of his must going on. That's going to be extra two-tenths. You know, I never thought about that. But if that gives me two-tenths, can I get a pair, too? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he goes through them quick. <laughs> I want to know something. You know, I get those oh shit moments every once in a while, and I know you do, too. You think he ever has skid marks? <laughs> you know what? That leads me into my next bit of the time I shit my pants at Eldora. Um, you did not. So I did too, and and I was I was just talking about this time because it gets brought up every time we talk about Eldora. But my first trip to Eldora was the Kings Royal 2016. I flipped my ass off in the C Main on Thursday night. Pretty stellar performance, if you ask me. 
Well, we come to Sunday or Saturday, and I'm in the B main, and I plug this car into the wall so fucking hard, I shit my pants. If I'm no, lying, no. I'm dying. Uh, not a. I'm telling you right now, I I had to throw my underwear away. Oh, you should have sold them on eBay. <laughs> no shit, I I got some money for it. But I, I ripped the engine right out of the car, and I shit my pants. Oh my god. Oh, that's not great. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Or my last visit to Eldora was a bad one. You, you might have I that. busted my ass, but I didn't shit my pants. That well, you didn't crash hard enough then. It's all joking, and we're having a good time here, and we're laughing and carrying right. on. But, you know, ever since, you know, you got Jimmy, uh, you guys been picking up the pace. I've seen a lot of difference in what you guys got going on. And and uh, you got to be – you got to really feel good about Jimmy – and uh, what you what what the what the future holds for you guys? You know, I, I'm really excited with where we're at. Honestly, like I mean, we've we've been really bad and struggled at times, and we've been really good. Like when we run with the All Stars, we've been up front at a lot of those races. Hell, last time at Houston, I, I run second for 20 grand behind Eliason, and I really felt like we had a shot at it. But you know, I I felt for a long time as a driver that I've been right there on the cusp of, of stealing an outlaw win. Like, I've run top three. I've, I've been up front. I've I've been right there, and I've never clicked one off. And I feel like, you know, obviously the last couple of weeks we haven't been, you know, a top three contention car with the outlaws or top five. But I feel like it's right there. And, you know, obviously me being from California, I'm a short track guy through and through. Um, I'm excited because, like, we've really started to hit strides. Like, we swapped cars to a maximum. And that really helped my program a lot because, um, you know, it's just really balanced. And I mean, it's, it's, and you know, as well as anybody, when you get a balance in a race car and you feel like the thing does the same stuff every night, that's when you can really hustle that extra 5% or 10% that it takes to fucking be competitive with the outlaws. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm that situation right now. You know, we got robbed. This, this was our first weekend together. And, like, I haven't had a car that I felt like I was, you know, I could compete in. And we right. wasn't that, we wasn't stellar this weekend, but it was our first weekend together. And I know all the, the things that I did wrong, you know. Right. And I've got to fix those things. And right. with that being said, I feel like we're going to, we're going to definitely be better in the long run. Yep. But it's different racing than what I, you know, than what I can tell you with 360 racing, but my car felt better this weekend than it have, has in a year, you know, and I've been the crew chief for the last year, and I have finally realized that I can't be the crew chief, the truck driver, and the race car driver all in one. At this level, no. you can't do that, and you no. you can elaborate on that and, 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 and say what I'm saying, you know? No, exactly. Like I, I tried to do that with, you know, my, my good buddy and crew guy, Brandon, last year, you know, basically from, from May on, it was just him and I, you know, setting the car up and stuff. And I, I noticed myself, like, I, I'm running the heat race thinking, fuck, should I put another half turn in the left front? Should I have, you know, maybe gone to a seven off instead of a six? Oh, this, that, and the other. Instead of thinking about, okay, car's free, move the wing back and drive the fucker harder. Like, I feel like as a, at, at the level the World of Outlaws are at, when you have so many guys that are right now really hitting their strides as drivers and as teams, if your shit's not 100% on kill, perfect almost every time you hit the racetrack, and you're not driving 100% perfect every time you hit the racetrack, you're not going to run inside the top 10. You're not going to maybe even run inside the top 15. So in my in my five years of racing out here, it's harder now than it's ever. Been. 
Well, and that's where I'm at. You know, you know, I've ran the 360 for so long for the last 10 or 12 years, and now we're doing this 410 deal. You know, right. just like last night with Rob, uh, we were at I-80, and he's bitching at me. He's like, what are you doing on these restarts? If you go back and look at these last times, every restart, you lose three, four spots. Well, right. 360 racing, I can drive through the middle, slide a guy, stop yep. two guys, and next thing I gain two spots. And with this yep. deal, you do all of that, and you lose four spots. Right. You know, you're better off, you know, and this is the way that, that I, just over the weekend, that I've realized what I've, I've got going on is this. From, like, I started, I started 17th. I got to 13th on the first lap, on the first start, and I felt right. really good about it. Well, and this is the way we talked about it today and yesterday, is this. They, those guys, for the first lap, they're trying to fill out their car, figure out where they need to be. So I made right. shit happen. The next thing you know, six right. laps in, restart. Caution comes out, restart. I drive through the middle, do a slide job, do this, that, whatever, lose four spots. But right. those guys have already figured out where their car is the best. Right. Where I'm trying to play some bullshit 360 stuff that a guy that, you know, I shouldn't say it like that because there's a lot of good 360 racers out there. But at this level, you cannot give an inch. If you take if well, you give an inch, you gave a mile. Well, and that's the thing I think so many – Fans and, and even some drivers that run at different levels don't understand how much better the outlaws are than everyone else. I mean, let, let's just call a spade a spade. ASCS guys, they're good. All-star guys, they're good. Reitzel and Eliason, they're two of the best guys in the country. Hell, you got PA guys, Dietrich, Freddie, Macri. You got really good guys. But none, no series and no area of racing can compete with the talent level on the Outlaw Tour. So, like you said, you know, you've been running 360s for so long, you go to, you know, the Outlaw stuff, and now you're losing starts on, or you're losing spots on starts instead of gaining two or three. Well, it ain't just that. It, like, I go through that same thing. Hey, we go to an All-Star show, and I'm always in the invert. We, you know, I think I made, like, 12 or 13 out of the 15 races. I made the dashes in almost every single race I've been to. But I go to the Outlaws, I'm struggling to make the top 10. It goes to show how good all them guys are, and you know I get discouraged so much. It's like, man, I'm I am sucking. I got I'm terrible. But then you look at who you're racing, and it's like, okay, well, you know, Macedo's won. You know, I think he's only won one race this year, but he's been up front a lot, and he's having uh, an even better year than he did last year. Sheldon's hitting his stride. You know, Donnie. Obviously, I mean, I think they're a little bit off right now, but Donnie's still the best sprint car driver in the country. You look at all these guys. Brad Sweet hitting his stride. Uh, you know, uh, Jacob Allen's running good. You look at all these guys down the list, every one of these motherfuckers could win anywhere in the country any night. That's right. You know, and, and you know, you know, you finish 13th and you're just great. You know, you're like, shit, we could have did better than this. But at the end of the day, you're only the 13th place car this tonight. It's no, so exactly. crazy to me. It's so crazy to me that, you know, People don't realize how tough this deal is. And, you know, yes. here we are. I'm a new team to this deal. I'm an old guy. I'm 49 years old thinking, you know, I didn't think that we could come out here and dominate. I didn't feel like we could do that, but I felt like we could compete on it every night. And, you know, right. if the stars aligned, we could win a race. Right. But, man, I'm telling you right now, I tell everyone, they, people ask me all the time, how do you feel like this is working? I'm like, dude. We were run, we were when we were racing back locally in Knoxville and just you know we were running uh, ASCS and you know all these races we were like 
the minor league of baseball. These, right. these dudes here have their shit together. They are the right. major leagues. They're throwing 110 mile an hour fastball. No, exactly. And, and, and that's, that. that's the only way to explain it. No, it's true, right? I mean, am I, am I, am I thinking right? I mean, you're with me there. Don't you feel the same way? Oh, 100%. Uh, it's, it's so funny talking to people because they, they think, oh, well, I mean, you know, look, look at all the, look at the all-star guys that go up and they win the outlaw stuff. Yeah, you're, you're watching the two best guys in the all-stars, Corey Eliason and, and, you know, um, Weitzel. They're badass, but they're the best of the AAA. I mean, and, and that's not bagging on them. They're, they're badass. They're far better than what I am, but they're the best of the AAA. And, that's right. you know, until you go that next level with the outlaws, they are the best that we have. And yeah. if you run, you know, in the back of the, the outlaw guys, you're still better than 95% of the sprint car community. And that's what, to me, is so amazing. And outlaw races, because when you, when I, I roll into the racetrack knowing, hey, I'm going to get my ass beat tonight, but I'm getting my ass beat by the best guys. And I, I take pride in getting my ass kicked by the guys that are the best that are doing it. So if hey, those guys Dom- are beating me, and I'm making myself better. That's all right. And Sarah, we're going to call you every week for a pet talk because that's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> you would be amazed at the phone calls I get from drivers for pet talk. Because I mean, I, 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 it's amazing to no. me that that we go through, you know, all, you know, we go through the rest and bustle of everything that we do. You know, your guys work hard, my guys work hard, and we go right. out and we just like at at, at I eighty, I felt like right. I laid down. The best lap that I could ever <laughs> put down. Girl, it is like, babe, how'd I do? I'm like, honey, that was 29 quick. And oh, like, I'm the same way. Dude, oh. I thought I was. I guarantee. I knew that was quick time. Dog. He thought he was seven, yes. and it was not. Yes. I roll around my qualifying lap, and I go, the board must be broken because I'm not. I'm not top five. I'm not what top ten. What the fuck's going on here? This and, broken. and I'm 17. That's what I told him. I said, I said, listen, we need to trade our transponder in because it ain't working. That's what I told him. No. Dude, I hear you. And what's funny, Wayne, is you know this. When you're winning races and shit's fucking clicking, it's easy. Sprint car racing is easy when it's going right. It's like, man, right. I'm rolling in here. I feel like I got I, I got a hell of a shot to win. You know what? Because I've been to those races. I, you know, like when, when I go you know, run with the All-Stars and stuff, not that I'm going to win every night, but it's like, hey, I know I got a shot at running up front. I know that our shit's going to be good. I know we got a chance to win. And you roll in there, and you got this swagger about you, and you can run up front. Well, then you, you spend a couple weeks with the outlaws, and it's like, where on earth did my memory go? Because I've completely forgotten how to drive a fucking race car. That's right. Because, That's right. I mean, they're hey. just, they make you feel so bad. Yeah. Try to spend a year It's terrible. It. Yeah. That's why I haven't done the outlaw tour. Speaking of that, and we're going to change gears here a little bit, and we're podcasting and all that stuff. Hey, I know you went down my home tracks a few times there early in the year with the All-Stars, but, you know, I know you went to Ardmore. I know you went to Lawton. I know you went to Red yep. Dirt Raceway. Those are my local tracks. What? Give me a – what's your insight on those places? Well, so I, I can't remember the names on some of them, but you'll be able to tell me what they are when I describe them. The short track with the, the wall, quarter mile, flat, real wide. Which one's that? Uh, Was that Meeker? You're talking, you're talking Red about Dirt? Ardmore. You're talking about Ardmore. Ardmore. That's Big Red wide, Dirt. wide play. Dude. Red Dirt Raceway was the one that had the little go-kart track off one. And yes. Two. Yes. Yeah. That's my Dude, I'm code. telling you what. 
Well, is your buddy Cody needs buddy to have an outlaw race right there. We go test there. We tried to have an outlaw show there. Cody's a really, really good friend of mine. And we go there and test with our car. We do this, that, and the other. And, you know, he did that that all-star show. He wanted to have an outlaw show. They would not have an outlaw show there. But uh, with the all-star show, uh, we've had conversations since then. And I'm like, did you make any money? And he would never tell me how much money he made. But, like, a week after that show, he's like, i seen on Twitter, he's like, hey, all-stars, if you ever want to come back, I'm ready for you. So, evidently, he made some money there. You know what I mean? But – well, I'm telling that you right now, track. that place was a gym. It's, it's you know what? What, what a race track. I'm just going to say, we go there, it's 45 minutes from my house, and it doesn't seat anyone. Cody does a great job. Cody's an old race car driver, okay? But right. What about the surface? He, he called me. He's like, hey, what do you think I need to do for to have this all-star show? I was like, dude, that thing's always top-dependent. And sometimes the bottom, and you know, he don't have a tail or anything. He's got like a, he's like a, I don't even know what he's got. But no, like, it, it was awesome. I said, build the biggest curb that you ever had since we've ever had a race there. That way, only you're going to get three guys that will run the curb. The other guys will run through the middle. The other guy will put the bottom, and you'll have one hell of a race. He called me the next day. He's like, dude, what do you think about that? And I watched the video. That was the fattest ass race. That I think I've ever oh. seen. Dude, it was incredible. Like, I think I ran, like, 13th or 14th. Like, I, like we were average. But, my God, the, the racing for 13th, 14th, 16th, I mean, I'd rip one lap around the top, I'd gain two or three spots, and then I'd get tight, and two or three guys would drive back by me. It was one of the most incredible races I've been a part of, and I wasn't even near the front. It was badass. Question, question I have with you is this. Would you, would you go back? Oh, dude, right now. I'd go back right now. Dude, I got, I love going. I've got to look at like a little carburetor car that we play with there sometimes mm-hmm. when I just got a weekend off. Or you, see, you know, because in Oklahoma they got like, it's called OCRF. It's just a little mm-hmm. carburetor, a little wing thing. And we go there and we have so much fun. You know, it's, it's, it's just a fun deal, you know. Dude, and it's an awesome bad, race That is a badass track. People have no idea. What kind of track? You know, he can't get a crowd on a weekly basis. Well, dude, I'm he telling you right now, when I rolled in there on, I think that was like a Tuesday race or whatever it was, the first thing I said was, what on earth are we doing here? There is no way that we're going to have any chance of having a good race. It looked dry. It looked flat. I'm like, this, this thing's going to be terrible. And after a hot lap, we hot lapped, and I said, wow, I, I definitely misjudged because – it was two-lane and qualified, heat race, dash, B-main, main event. It was wonderful the whole night. Yeah, no, dude, that was cool. But I, you know what? It's crazy for me to be, you know, Lawton, Amarell, I'm sorry, uh, Ardmore, uh, Dallas. You guys went to all the places that I grew up racing, and the outlaws are getting ready to go there. And I don't know, I'm not sure if you get to go there soon or if you're going to go with us, but uh, – I'm looking forward to those tracks because those are tracks I grew up racing a lot. And, you know, it's 70 miles from my house, and I just can't wait to get there. Did you go to I, – I don't know if you went to Lawton. Did you go to Lawton? I did. We went to Lawton, and the first time there was, a like, a tornado warning, and they had <laughs> down there blowing over in the fucking – in the pit area. That's, that's called Oklahoma, man. Oh, my gosh. I, I didn't know what to think. I'm – um, you know, we qualified, and I'm like, okay, all right, we'll get ready for the heat race now. 
and they got tornado sirens going off, shit blowing. We got tumbleweeds and fucking snakes blowing across the racetrack. I didn't know what to think. Well, I want to know if you are you going back for the Outlaw Show. Uh, we haven't decided yet. I think I might go uh, run the 360 in Houston because it's got some good money races. But we have not decided yet. If you go to Lawton for that Outlaw Show, you you plan on coming to Tuttle, Oklahoma, to my place, and we'll hang out. Oh, I will. I'll, I'll be down. You got a pool? I do. Yeah, it's just in the above ground. I'm 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 tired. I don't spend any money. That's okay. As but, long as I can do a but, cannonball in there, I'll be good to go. But we'll have time. <laughs> Perfect. I'll cook them. <laughs> You'll cook them. Well, hey, man. I enjoy the hell out of racing with you, and you know, I mean, we've gotten to know each other over the last what is it, five or six years of racing, and. Uh, man, I, I tell you what, that's what the one thing that's amazing about sprint car racing. It don't matter what age you are or what division you're racing at, there's just some good people. And it's really cool to have friends across the country, across, you know, you can have 60-year-old, 50-year-old, 30-year-old, 15-year-old, but there's just good people. So where are you hanging out tonight? I know you're in Sioux Falls. Where are you guys hanging out? I'm at, hey, where are we at? Where, where bottoms up? I don't even know. Dave Lunster basically right owns this bar. It's right down the street from Houston. Dave Lundstrom? Are oh, you with Dave? You know. With, yes, you I am. And everyone? Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, oh, man, I'm, I'm telling you what. Back to Knoxville. You know, I'm. Womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Um, we tried well, to go hey, to Dingus tonight. Actually, actually, we went to try to go to. We had dinner. We uh, we cooked out. All the guys. It was like a morale thing with the team. We had a little bit of drinks. Try to go to Dingus. We pull in Dingus at 10:30, and guess what? Oh fuck! It was close. Close. We're quarantining. <laughs> hey man, listen. We didn't talk nothing. We just drank and have we had a good time here. And uh, thanks for for being on. And uh, we will definitely have you on again. And uh, have way more conversations. Maybe uh, a better episode about me or you winning an outlaw race. How about that? Oh boy, that'd be nice. I'll tell you what, I promise you this. When I win an outlaw race, I'm taking a few weeks off because that hangover is going to be lasting quite a while. I understand that. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and I've won prelim nights of the Nationals. You know, I've won at Volusia when everyone was there. But guess what, Don? They don't count as an outlaw show. Yep. It's crazy to me. You know, and and that's something that with everything that you've won in your career, the fact that you don't have an official outlaw win is insane to me because fuck you you've just about won everything there is to win and that goes to show how tough it is because some of the That's best right. guys in our in our fucking you know what we with what we do they they go their whole careers and they'd be lucky to get one and that goes yeah, to show no how doubt. tough it is so i i really hope both of us can snag one of these things here you soon. know what i want to win one before i quit and here's the deal you know we went to we went to i-80 over the weekend and i run plenty of and if you go back about four or five years ago, I won $62,000 at that racetrack, and I'm running 20th in an outlaw show. So that goes oh, to I remember just how badass these outlaw guys are. That's exactly right. Well, man, I'll let you go back to drinking. Tell, tell Luntra and everyone back there that I said, hey, we'll see you guys soon. I'll be back up on Friday night up that way. So uh, you guys have fun and listen in because – you know, this podcast thing, uh, it, it, it's fun. We have a good time with it. And so tell all your listeners and all your fans that uh, it'll be coming out on Wednesday. 
You got it, man. Hey, I'll have a I'll have a box of wine waiting for you Friday night. All right, I'll see you soon, bud. Thank you. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. Later. Man, that was craziness. Uh, you know, after listening to that, <laughs> we might have had a little, maybe just a little too much wine on both ends of that I conversation. May have edited that heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I tried to take out uh, some of the gibberish that was going on in some points and little uh, well, ramblings. But uh, I thought that was a really good uh, thing. Well, and we, you know, that's that's only the f- the first edition. Right, because you guys, I wondered if you remembered you told him you were going to have a second edition. Yeah, at some point, I don't know exactly when, but we got to have him back on because he's he's a hoot. Yeah, and he's a uh, maybe, for sure. maybe we need to do that in maybe a live one, you know? You say that always. When have you gone live? Uh, never. Exactly. But yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, that'd be good. But hey, let's take another break and come back and we'll wrap this up. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. All right, we're back, guys. So, uh, like I say... Uh having a blast with this podcast and i think we still got a question of the week we need to uh to uh get out of the way and then uh, wrap this thing up where we don't make it too long sure okay i've got a question of the week this week from ryan i think he may have been no he was episode 21's question of the week uh he, he wrote so, us back so. so we get a lot of the same ones over well we've been getting i, I actually have a pretty good uh pile of questions and i was thinking we may do a q and a episode so we can get caught up on them because uh, we have lots of good ones but okay the one i picked for you this week was from ryan and he said can you touch on the subject of fueling the engine like using the handheld weather station for instance checking the adr i don't know what that is hum- air density ratio okay humidity water grains right wow i don't know any of this um etc basically basically how the high speed works Wow. Is that Man, too much this, question this for you? Is, this is kind of, hey, this is a question for Rob Hart. Oh, well, we couldn't get him on, so. <laughs> well, uh, Ryan, it is a very good question, and it's it's uh, probably a little more detailed than we have for this week to uh, our time-wise, but uh, pretty, pretty simple. Uh, you know, when we dyno these engines, they give us a baseline with all of the, you know, settings with the ADR. Some guys do ADR. Some guys just use density altitude, and uh, the easiest way to, I mean, that we do, that I do it, I guess I should say, is, you know, we go off the ADR, and if the ADR is 90, and our chart says, you know, from being uh, dynoed, 90, we just kind of stay on that baseline with that, but then normally if the, if the, the water the water grains are way up uh, that means just a lot of moisture in there a lot of humidity and sometimes uh it takes fuel to get that humidity or the the water out of the air because that motor will suck that water in so uh, a lot of times we end up giving it more fuel to burn the water and doesn't sound really uh like it would make that big a difference but normally if the water grains are way up i'll you know we'll we'll drop a jet size maybe two thousand or something just to kind of help burn the water off but high speed settings 
it, it's all over the place. Uh, depends what racetrack, you know. A lot of times when you're on and off the gas a lot, uh, say at a Attica or Fremont or something, you don't need as much high speed pressure because the uh, the engine won't dry out as much. So, uh, like at Knoxville, for instance, say uh, we we may be up as much as 120 pounds of high speed pressure, or then uh, you go to Attica or Fremont or somewhere like that, we may be down as close to in you know the high 90s. So. Uh, not a lot of detail here. Uh, hard to uh, get too far into detail with that tonight with our shortness that we hey, got. Hey, I learned something. Oh, imagine that. Oh, at least a few things. I don't know. That's all out of my... What did you What did you learn? Uh, ADR. <laughs> don't ask me what it means. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't learn anything. <laughs> but, well, Ryan, thanks for the question. Good question. And uh, like she said, maybe we will go more into detail that on a later date when we have a little more time like i say this episode's running really long so uh i hope that helps a little bit and i can uh you know at some point maybe uh you might send her another email just to remind her that we want a little more detail maybe maybe we'll get rob on that'd be a good episode with rob you know to let's talk about uh tuning the engine so okay thanks ryan appreciate it i have my question of the week oh there we go whatever okay so I put this question together before I realized you're probably not in the mood to answer questions, but you can just answer quickly. What has been the biggest challenge or surprise so far during this year being on the World of Outlaw Tour? COVID. Well, that's not fair. Well, you said simple question, simple. All right, give me a, give you a simple answer. Okay, yeah, I guess that's it because it didn't go anything like you thought it would. No, the season hasn't been hell of anything. a season to start your first. The season tour. hasn't been anything like what I projected Inten- it to be, anticipated. and not even you know the results are not there that I thought we would get uh, so far. And you know we're looking at the schedule today. We got eighteen or nineteen races to go, so we got a lot to learn in nineteen races because I want to start the season off next year way stronger than we did this year. So. Uh, you know, I guess to say really biggest obstacle would be is has been is just uh, getting the car to drive better. Right. And, uh, you know, I've got, I mean, like Rob, what Rob's doing this last week is not far off of where I ended up at Fargo. So I was on to it and I was getting really close, but uh, it just still makes it a lot easier with, with Rob. So, but uh I don't. I mean, there's been so many weird obstacles. The mask thing—that's one. That's a big obstacle. Mask? Yeah, you got to wear a mask all the time. Sometimes, some places. And I'm not. Well, that's everything. That's life right now. Well, it's an obstacle that's happening. True. Um, I don't really. It's really not been. I definitely couldn't have predicted any of this. So it's not really been that crazy. Yeah. Or a lot of obstacles. Just uh, lots of hard work. Probably Mm -hmm. a little more. Uh, I don't know, just stress level, probably work as far as thought we would, you know, uh, it's just so much different setups, racing engines, you know, that would probably be the biggest, you know, we had a lot of engine issues early yeah, we had to work through and those. getting work through those. And now we're really on it. We got our engine program really building right now. And, uh, and I, I think everything's coming in stride. Right. So all the obstacles have played out now i feel like we got a great team we got great partners we got great engines products everything's 
headed up. Right. Well, that's good. That's a positive. There you awesome. Go. Okay. Um, I had some miscellaneous things, but really all that it amounts to is the schedule's updated a couple times. I know there were more updates today. But of note, we are now at Dodge City on September 11th and 12th. Yes. So make sure you come there. And don't forget, we're going to be at Lawton September 18th. Yep. So definitely come there and yep. visit us. Because that's our De- home track. Devil's Bowl. Yeah, and we'll be at De- Devil's Bowl the next day, the 19th. Yep. So um, just go check that World of Outlaws schedule on their website and get your tickets bought. Yeah, it's completely updated because today I actually uh, sit down and wrote it all down. That way it was fresh in my brain before they change it again so okay as always don't forget you can follow along on social media at wayne johnson racing on facebook and instagram you can call the voicemail line anytime and we've been getting quite a few texts there too but hey guys leave us voicemails so we can play them Uh, 405-362-0620 and i wanted to add today that I've been asking you all to rate, review, and subscribe. And we got a review, and I thought, maybe I'll just read a review. And you guys can go and give us some more. We're at 53 now, so I want 100 reviews. That's all I want. I'm just asking nicely. John74044 said, I love listening to a fellow Okie share his stories from his life on the road with the World of Outlaws. I've watched Wayne race all over the state of Oklahoma over the years, but have never had the chance to meet him. Now, after listening to him and Sarah every week, I feel like I've known the both of them this whole time this is a great podcast for any sprint car fan wanting to know a little more that happens behind the scenes so john thanks so much for leaving that review and if you want to send us an email i'll get you some goods just shoot me an email and i'd be happy to send you something give more of my money away it's okay but yeah guys leave us some reviews um i can read your review on here or i cannot read your review on here it doesn't matter but that's all we've got for this week guys until next week Keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.